Did you guys do our San Diego game last year? Joe, I can't remember where I worked last week. They're going to go for it here on fourth and one. A lot of words, a lot of words. No snap, no play. Nothing, right? Our count for them both sides. Welcome to Hard Count, the NFL podcast by Fox Sports Australia. I'm Melanie Tanyashki, and I'm joined once again by these two lovely boys, Laurie Horish. Hello. And Pat Stack. Hello. How's it going? I'm still hungover from this one grand final <laughs> defeat over the weekend. I went to I Melbourne to cover the Swannies. You were outside the hotel pleasure. all day, though. Yeah, I was creeping you? on the Swannies out right. the front, um, which was great. They're actually my team, so I tried to stay um, <laughs> objective, and I was reasonably confident going to that grand final, and didn't quite pan mm. out, did it? But um, so I'm anyone, still though. hung. Well, I saved my parting till the next day. I managed to score some tickets out to the NRL Grand Final and parlay that into a way too early wake up for week four NFL. And after that, I'm ready to throw some punches with you guys. Ding, ding. As we sort out what the hell is going on in this ridiculously mad league of national football. What Mm. a week of football. How good are the Chiefs? Chiefs were exceptional. They really eased the pain of the Swannies' defeat. Uh, just really failing to turn up against the Pittsburgh boys. Um, but they did look like a pretty handy team, those mm. Pittsburgh lads. I mean, after going to a very impressive defensive mm. performance last week with, was it six picks against The New York Jets, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. And then they turn around with that. Hard not to be impressed by Roethlisberger, though. 22 of 27, 300 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Their offense looks like they have figured a few things and out. And them as well. I mean, they're bouncing back from scoring no touchdowns last week, just three points in the yeah. last game. I so. think that's pretty typical of you know most of the league right now. You've got a couple of undefeated teams at the top, one poor winless mm. team in the Browns, and we'll get to them later. But in the middle, you've got a whole bunch of inconsistency. And yeah. tell you what, it's making your multi-bets hard to come home with, aren't they, Stacky? Oh, thank goodness <laughs> I stayed away from them and bet all my money on the Swans over the weekend, which worked out quite well for me. Oh um, but yeah, no, I think you're right. We probably need to just ease off on the gambling because mm. it's just trouble out there at the moment. It's it is. just rickety. Mm. Need to take a temperature test, and that'll be the theme of, of this week as yeah. we kind of Let's figure out what exactly these waters are that we're swimming in. The contenders. I mean, some, most of them got flawed, as we said. Carolina. Oh, they got worked over for the second straight week. 48-33 loss. That defense just obviously non-existent. Julio Jones. Stop it. Julio down by the schoolyard. How good was he? 300 yards. Three bills. Am I right in saying what the sixth player to ever do that in a single game? Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious. a very elite club he's joined there. Uh, Matt Ryan, let's not take anything away from him. 500 yards and four TDs. Uh, The thing I've got to ask though, is this something that we can rely on as them to do week in, week out? Or is there consistency issues with the Falcons? I think it's the best position Matt Ryan's been in in quite some time to deliver this type of offensive output week in, week out. Uh, As you said, the defense is still going to be a work in progress at getting a little pass rush going with Dwight Freeney joining there. He's helping Vic Beasley come along. Mm. But as for the offense, I think under Kyle Shanahan, the offensive line is playing much better football. You've got two uh, breakaway running backs in Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the wide receiving core, even behind Julio Jones, is stepping up. So I, I don't see why we can't see this consistent type of performance from Matt Ryan, who's really... Might be the leader out of the gates for the MVP so far. I mean, if you flip the script then, uh, what about Cam Newton? I mean, he he got concussed in that fourth quarter. 
um, question marks over when he might be back after that. But uh, Big concerns the, if you're a Panthers fan, yeah, surely. The, yeah, the guy who replaced him, though, Derek Anderson, he didn't do too badly coming in. I mean, he didn't finish the game in the great, in great fashion with a, a pick six. With the game but, still uh, on the line. The yeah, look, Derek Anderson's line, yeah. a seasoned vet. He's a seasoned pro. You're going to get something out of him. But Cam going down is a big issue, and so is mm. the defense, which looks absolutely yeah. nothing like the, the unit we saw last year. And one of the hidden, uh, the hidden ugly truths about that defense last year was that they weren't great at getting pass rush. Uh, mm. They were really good against the run, and they're really good at getting inside pressure, but they weren't great on the edge. And he combined, combined that with a very young, raw, green secondary that is giving up points. So if you're not able to get pressure on the quarterback and then you're not able to defend receivers deep, it doesn't matter how good guys like Mm. Luke Kigley and Thomas Davis Jr. are in the middle of the defense, if the back end or the front end are in trouble... You're not going to stop anybody. Yeah. The only thing that makes me feel good about the Panthers is looking at the rest of their division. And the Panthers <laughs> and the Saints are both one and three as well. Yeah, Sorry, the Buccaneers, I mean, they're one and three. Well, and that's, that's who yeah. they play next week for Monday Night Football game. How do they do with Anderson if, if indeed, Cam Newton will miss that one? Well, Tampa Bay didn't put up much of a showing against the Denver Broncos. They've had a couple of games no, now. They, they have not. not impressed. They're, they're another team that looks incomplete. Um, Jameis Winston is dealing with an, an inconsistent array of weapons and offensive line in front of him. The defense lost uh, Gerald McCoy and Noah Spence uh, for part of that game, which is huge. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not the hardest of landings for a Carolina team that is slipping, but they're going to need to find some feet pretty soon because they're slipping in an N- NFC. There's see contenders coming out of absolutely anywhere, <laughs> including the next team we're going to touch on. Oh, boy. Stop it. Take me to L.A. Unbelievable. 17 to 13 to really put the mocker on uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Talk about another NFC contender from last year that's slipping. Uh, they now share the division lead. Uh, they have the tiebreaker over the Seahawks because not only have they knocked off the Cardinals, they've knocked off the Seahawks this season. Mm-hmm. Is this a fluke or can the Case Keenum led Rams? Oh, it just makes no sense, Laurie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Case Keenum's the, the QB. It may, yes, they got Gurley, who's. You know, but he's not really rushing so much. He's doing a lot more pass catching. Yeah, he's more effective in that area yeah. of the game so far because that offensive line doesn't open many holes. And I mean, tell me some receivers that are really lighting it up in LA. What? Like it's just you don't have quick fever. <laughs> You're not going to start rocking quick silver hoodies to Rams games. Yeah, well, Brian, quick. Well, the, the coach right said start of the season we're not going seven. What did he say? I'm we're not going nine seven. And seven. Nine. We're not going seven and nine. Not going not eight on my eight. watch. And then they promptly got shut out by the 49ers. And we went, yeah, you certainly aren't. You're probably going <laughs> 0 and 16 at this rate. You're atrocious. And they've just rolled out three straight wins. All noticeably quite low-scoring games. So they're Park the bus sort of formula, isn't this it? This is the stuff he gets off <laughs> on. He loves running the ball, hard-nosed, mm. white-knuckle football with tough defense. Yeah. So they are winning low-scoring games. Uh then we have to look at the Cardinals. Uh, how The Rams are imposters, aren't we? Can we agree, all agree well, that they are complete that's imposters? The talk around if town, there's a isn't team it? that's going to go 3 and 1 and then still finishing up with about 6 7 wins in the season, it's going to be the Los mm. Angeles Rams. I don't I don't think this is sustainable the type of football they're playing. I think they will run into teams further down the track that have got their rhythm together and that they can't keep pace and with. And what does that say about Arizona? Is it's it time to like, panic. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah, Carson Palmer stations. dealing with a concussion himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's likely not to... It's going to be a real uphill battle for him to get ready in time for a Thursday night football game Brings against San, Fr- San Francisco. Drew Stanton, next man up. Drew Stanton of 
amazing <laughs> social media fame worthy dance moves can last celebrate. year can, can celebrate, can but celebrate. it's going to be Drew Stanton. And as for this offense, it continues to look out of rhythm. Mm. Even when Carson Palmer is in there, his deep ball is off. Yeah. His chemistry is out with that receiving goal. John Brown got back into form, but you saw some slip ups from Michael Floyd again. Larry Fitzgerald wasn't producing at an amazing rate. So for me, it, it's a big, but what Big you, bunch of question marks what, what on both sides of the ball. Causing that, I mean, they went from the, like they have Larry Fitzgerald, they've got John Brown, they've got mm-hmm. um, Michael Plen- Floyd, Michael David Floyd. Johnson. Yep, David Johnson's fantastic. Yeah. Like the rushing game's going. They've Plenty got a great quarterback. Yeah. They have you know very capable receivers. So why aren't they performing? It's just I can't put my can't quite put my fling, th- finger on it. I think what you're learning is that there's a reason that the question is asked every July at every July press conference is Are you looking to build off last year? Mm. There's no such thing as building off last year in the NFL. There's so much roster turnover that each year is a new campaign and you have to start from scratch and build up. And it seems to me that uh, whatever they're building on, the foundation's pretty loose. Mm. Uh, you look on the, <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball, the secondary, the, you know, they're talking around you know, where the new no-fly zone. Uh, they're <laughs> taking awful, awful angles to the ball, giving up contested catches. So, yeah, I think this big panic stations and, you know, you want to talk about how their offensive line performed. They were taken to task by Aaron Donalds, who had eight QB pressures and, you know, one and a half sacks, hammered the quarterback a handful of times as well. Next up, San Fran. That's a reprieve, isn't it? No Hain plane for San Fran. Either, no, so. no Hain plane. So, you know, that plays just so pivotally in this yeah. next contest. Mel, why are you looking smirking like No, that? just something in my throat. Okay. <laughs> now, we all generally agree <laughs> on what the future holds for perhaps the overachieving Rams and, and the panic stations for the underperforming Cardinals. Do we agree that there is a serious quarterback question oh, to let be me answered? Ask you this yeah, question. That's what, that's what he Lawrence. wants. That's what he mm. wants. Dak Prescott, the mm. Dak attack. Mm. Dak it. V Romo. Mm. The Dallas Cowboys mm. are three and one. Mm, they are. And Tony Romo's coming back with his busted up back. Mm. It's in about twenty five pieces. They've sticky glued it back together. Glued strong in Dallas. Together. Mm. Um <laughs> Who's your quarterback? It's Tony Romo. Oh, and and I'll tell you why. Because well, he's charming. No, no, look, it's they're three and one, and, yeah. and that's fantastic. The running game's going. The offensive line has started to look a little bit more like, you know, the vaunted Great Wall of Dallas that all the articles were written about in the offseason. But you can do more so smart, with right. Tony Romo at quarterback than you can with Dak Prescott. Uh, before before the snap in terms of reading the defense, getting yourself in good plays when you previously were in, ones that did not match up well. Uh, his vision downfield is better. Now in saying that, that's that's the Tony Romo of old, and we don't know whether that Tony Romo still exists with his back, but you do need to see whether that guy is there because over the last 19 starts, this guy's 15-4. and four. The last full season he had was MVP caliber mm. and had him in the race. You do need to go back and say, if, if Tony Romo's not there anymore, if his back is completely shot, the arm is gone... Then, yeah, going for the future will be Dak Prescott. But you have to go and check and, out what you still have in, in a guy like Tony Romo. 138 yards on 23 carries for seven rushes of at least seven yards. The Zeke freak. He's timing his runs better. That's the answer, right? Yeah, he finds groove. The, the offensive line is blocking better. Yeah. Always helps. Yeah. He's finding his, his groove better in terms of reading. They run a, a zone system, so you do have to be patient and wait for, for the right block to open and then plant your foot and go. But... You know what? Zeke was also coming off a hamstring injury that you know, didn't have him in the premium peak physical fitness. Uh, you know, the, the half-cut uh, <laughs> jersey was there, but those abs weren't as pristine as we'd seen at Ohio no, State. But no, now, now you're like seeing... you guys. Oh, no, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wait, till you see, wait till you see the hard count team photo this year. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be okay. lovely. A lot of brown sugar there. My abs are oh, way better than both yours anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on, though. Mm. This uh, Dallas train hopping off. Get on the... Pat's train? Question. No, no, no. Let's circle Question. the wagons. Bill's train. Circle the wagons. Oh, boy. Is 
What Rex happened? Ryan a better coach than Bill Belichick? No, absolutely not. In I week four, he, he was. was. I think you know he what? was. In yeah. week four, he was. No, but he said he, came he said up with that a it plan. Didn't, he said he didn't feel bitter about it being a win without Brady. However. That's a that's a freaking lie. Surely, if you're a coach, you're like, yeah, I got the W, but it wasn't against their number one. They're their best team that no, they were putting. For forward. a guy like Rex Ryan, who is absolutely fixated on Bill Belichick, he <laughs> takes any win yeah, he can get that. over the Patriots. Of course, we're talking about a sixteen and nil, sixteen to nil, mm. nothing shutout victory uh, to get the Bills to two and two. They're one game back. Are the Patriots going to mm. finish their Bradyless month three and one, which, as you said, which is exactly what for. Mel said yep. that they exactly would do. what she hoped for, and that's what she gets. Just because yep. she wears glasses doesn't mean that she's intelligent, but I'm starting to increasingly <laughs> think it has something to do with it. It's Look, like every the now and then, theory? yeah. Okay, yep. well that was that was clearly. <laughs> I'm gonna true, get me so. a set of those things. <laughs> but for the Bills, it was a it was a, a smart game plan. Uh, they got a lot of short passes going mm. for Tyrod Taylor, moved him about a bit, uh, neutralized whatever uh, pressure the New England front was going to put on. Ball control, no yeah. mistakes. And really realized that they could probably let a limited offense with Jacoby Brissett for New England make some mistakes or, or come up with without the big plays that you'd hopefully like to see when Tom, Tom Brady comes back and reignites that offense and hopefully gets Gronk going because he's still clearly far from uh, the party boy Juggle. celebrating Gronk spiking. Do they kind of they kind of had to use him in a bit of a different role, didn't they? He was almost protecting the quarterback a little yeah, bit. Yeah, look, he's doing a fair bit of blocking. He's not yeah. he's not receiving all the targets you expect in the passing Martellus game. When you get Martellus as your number, t- number two Martellus or number one. Martellus goes for over 100 yards again. Time, so, look, yeah. the, I don't, the, in no way is this game, I'd say, panic stations for, no. for the Patriots. Uh, I'd say disappointed. I'd say it's a nice uh-huh. Twitter fodder for Patriots haters. Um, I, you know, every now and then I don't <laughs> mind dabbling give, in that. Yep, but really, they're three and one. And the prodigal son returns. Those Brady's back. Blue eyes, those sweet lips. He's back again. Thomas. Yeah, and against the Browns next week as well, which will be in Cleveland. Um, look, the Browns have not been far off, have they? They, no, they've, they've, they haven't registered a <laughs> No, but think about it. They're, they're 0-4, but they've, they're, they've, they've they were going to knock so over the Browns. The average, you know, the average margin of defeat so over the past... Mate, <laughs> to be happy. <laughs> over the past three weeks, the average margin of defeat for the Browns has been seven points. Mm. Of course... They go down to Washington this time. Not an overly impressive performance from Washington. But there was a contentious call there as well. There was. And this is, this is painstakingly uh, painful for anyone <laughs> that's sick and tired of the NFL's lack of flexibility or lack of self-reflection or just any time they admit they're wrong. Haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Duke Johnson makes a carry up the left side, appears to fumble the ball, and you know there's a quick stacks on, and Duke very quickly and cleanly appears with the ball in his hand. The line judge offers it up as a Washington recovery with no proof whatsoever. Mm. It's uh, clearly a Cleveland ball. It's clearly a Cleveland ball. Mm. The referees don't go and you know have a close review of this. The Cleveland coaching stuff, where are they? Yeah. Not kicking up a stink about this. And then the NFL doubles down after reviewing, saying there was no clear evidence. When if you look <laughs> at the two two angles that we've had you know seen on offer and be discussed on the Twitter sphere, mm. it's, it's very clear what happened. So I haven't seen anything that shambolic since the 2016 AFL Grand Final on Saturday when there was a 20 to 8... <laughs> Free kick count against the Swans. Uh, yeah, and it just really it brought that home. Clearly, clearly you yeah. could see the hurting that led to yeah. Patrick Stack's hangover. Now, <sighs> before we go and take a real temperature test across the NFL, it is 10 years. 10? Ten? 10 years since... A decade. The greatest football show to ever grace our TV oh, screens. How good was it? Made its first appearance. It's just not the most uplifting thing you've ever heard. That Friday Night Lights. Every man at some point in his life is 
you're gonna lose a battle. And I'm asking you right here, right now. Right now. Can you play like champions? Clear eyes, full hearts. Clear eyes, full hearts, Let's go play some football. Let's go. Let's go play some football. Is oh, that Luke Beveridge or was that Coach Taylor? That was Coach Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Taylor. Uh, <laughs> ten years since this show started gracing our lives and our TV screens. And who was the most handsome man uh, in it? Tim Riggins? Riggins. Yes. Yeah, no, what about Riggins. the ladies? Uh, I was always Lila? partial to Layla, you know, yeah, Layla, yeah. Layla. She cheats on her boyfriend, he's she in a does. wheelchair, for God's sake. <laughs> highly, highly questionable character. I know, Street's pretty handsome too. Yeah. Look, Street was very handsome. Yeah. Uh, is very handsome to this day, Scott Porter. Quickly, but best moment out of Friday Night Lights. What's the best <laughs> moment? Oh, surely when he goes to coach the uh, team in the red. And gets oh, the Lions? Yeah, 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 he's still in the lines. poor kids from across the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, with future lifts them to son triumph. of Creed, Michael, oh, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. Star is born. <laughs> Before we got to Michael B. Jordan, though, the moment that still defines it for me, Yeah. Uh, and, and one that still gets the goosebumps going, and I've cried multiple times watching this, when Smash Williams... When he gets the call? Finally gets the call. Oh, dude, I'm so And he's page. going, and I'm getting tingles now. Yeah, I know, I'm, right? I'm, I'm getting misty. He gets the call. As a walk-on. Uh, and it was a walk-on at the college of his dreams. And he Texas knocks on the door. He knocks on the door of Coach Taylor and lets him know that the boys are taking him up tonight. And thank you for everything. Persevering oh, through a devastating ACL injury. <laughs> Uh, shattering the the great moment, and there's so many. But oh. for me, that's no, that's it, the top it's, moment. It's not the the part where he's at the door. It's when he gets when he tell he gets a phone call and he tells his mum. He looks at mum, and they're just like, "Oh, oh Mama Williams, oh, you're making me yeah. cry." Oh, oh, this is emotional. I, no, seriously, gut chills. I do. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's it, a great. The tingles part. are flowing, and then to come <laughs> crashing <laughs> down from those fruit tingles is the level of coach talk and locker room speeches that we've been put forward to. Mm. Mm. and has been presented to us this season, which has been, well, I'll play some for you right now after two big wins. The Rex Ryan-led Bills getting the win over the, the Pats. Not quite Coach Taylor levels, And the marquee win for the, uh, for the LA Rams with Jeff Fisher over the Arizona oh, Cardinals. Fish. That's what I know about this, crew. And especially you, Spikes, being two pounds over. Oh. That's a hell of a job, a hell of a win. That's a hell of a job. We are, however, going to have a normal Monday because we got to correct some stuff. And wow. So we have Buzz Killington there with Jeff Fisher and <laughs> Rex Ryan, Ryan making fat jokes. I know, so, so rich. <laughs> players in their athletic prime. Fantastic. Maybe Where's they need Bill to get Belichick script writers. Maybe they need Friday Night Lights script writers. What's Don Watson. Yeah. Well, For, former uh, script writer to Paul Keating. What about Peter Berg? He's could currently be currently involved shot. in Ballers. Maybe he might offer some juice. What about for... Marky Mark? He's a production guy for all the... All the blokey TV shows. Maybe for your Patriots. He's too short. No one will take him seriously. He's too short. Sort of. He's tiny, man. Since when does that mean anything about screenwriting? No, because the NFL people <laughs> won't take... All the coaches and the players won't take any sort oh, of help or okay. advice yeah, from him. Right. He's too short. All right. All righty. So, from what lackluster performances height, from coaches... Height supremacist? That's, that's what that is? I'm heightest. Yeah. <laughs> height supremacy. Height supremacy. <laughs> running wild in the Hard Count podcast oh, booth. Yeah. Now, to fraud. Or for real. Or for, for real. real. For real. Or for, for real. Or for Rod. Either yep. way you like We're it. We're a month in. What do we know? Looking Look across the standings. standings, looking across the divisions, we Whole got lot of nothing. one winless team, as we said, a handful, not even a handful, a sprinkling of undefeated teams, one of whom gets through Philadelphia because they've got the bye. Where do we stand? Who do you believe in? Who do you believe that's going to come home? We know the Patriots have put themselves in good position. Mm. We know the Vikings have. We know the Broncos have. Mm. Who do you see emerging from this thick, thick 
somewhat underwhelming middle class of NFL teams and making that run at the playoffs. Maybe they finish 10 and 6 and make shake it up from a wildcard spot. Who do you see? I mean, maybe the Bengals because they've got a pretty good run in the next few weeks. They get and Dallas this week. AJ Green's coming. He's on the up and up and Dalton at the at the helm. They're not firing on all cylinders. Yeah, but, but I think they're building. Yeah, they're building And nicely. they have the roster to do that. Absolutely. I'd like to see their run blocking improve a little more because I think while, AJ, uh, while uh, Jeremy Hill and mm. Joe Bernard look good with ball in hand, they're getting hit a lot in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Stacky, is there a team that's going to emerge for you? Well, here's a question. Maybe you think that they're already there. Seattle Seahawks are 3-1. and one, But, Not, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson played on one knee and still <laughs> got it done over the weekend. That's what Brad Moore is a pocket passer. Yeah, yeah. He just needed his shoulder. It was all good. It's got to be a weird feeling for him, too. Um, like, that would be so unnatural for him. It is, but so I think it pairs up stagnant. well with what we saw more from him last late last year in the final eight weeks where they really opened up the playbook in terms of the passing game. You know, he's standing in there. Obviously, he'd love to use his uh, uh, evasiveness mm. and his elusive skills to a, to their full potential. Mm. But I think that's a really good... They've weathered quite the storm. And the one thing we do know, and we've been hammering and hammering and hammering them, uh, is their offensive line has been poor. But what you do see, if, if you're able to keep the same group together and let those five continually work as one, five days a week and then big time on Sunday, then you do see them improve over the season. So if they're able to do that, I think that builds... For, for a team that has really taken a few punches to the face so far this season and, and seems to still be standing there. And Seattle have the bye next week. Yep. So maybe that, that comes rest. A, a really good time yeah. for them. Really nice time for that. What, not, and also, just the New York football giants, are they actually good? The New York football giants. Well, I think we're getting a, a sign now. They're trailing um, no, in the no, early stages Minnesota against Minnesota. Two and one. They eked out a victory Can against Dak Prescott his spot? first... Absolutely, they can get yeah. a wildcard spot because yeah. this NFC, if going into week one, I said the Falcons, the Vikings, and the Rams were going to be, and the Eagles were going to be leading their divisions. No. That would have been another bet you that would have lost, That looks like Stacky. a very, very weak division, doesn't it, from a month ago. And now, now I'm like, the Eagles are really good. Yeah. The Cowboys are pretty handy. The Giants are okay. Are the yeah. Redskins frisky? Are we? Ba- what, no. What's going on? No, they're no, not. They're not. They're, they're, it'll be Look, a fast I'm finish. Off. As usual, the East is dramatic, but, but the NFC in general is, is, is so wild. We jumped into the, the NFL waters and said we were going to take the temperature. And so far, I think you take one step, it's cold. You take one step, it's hot. Mm. There's that awkward lukewarm that you never really want nah. to be in when you step into the water. Nah, but right now, that it's been an amazing I'd start. It'd be cold. I think it's fantastic for the league though because we, we've seen some pretty chalk, chalk matchups in Super Bowls of late. Uh, teams that have made you know clear runs throughout the season, like the Carolina Panthers. You know we had Super Bowls featuring like the Broncos, the, well. the Seahawks, and the Patriots. I think we're going to get something crazy here. If you are looking to wager, maybe direct your funds Don't, elsewhere, yeah. just <laughs> not now. from the NFL. Just give for it now, charity. give just it a fortnight. Yeah. Give, give the next couple of weeks worth of gambling to the the Smith Foundation or or, or <laughs> Smith Foundation, a hard counts official you know, charity, the Cancer alignment. Council, whatever yep. you want to Beyond Blue, whoever, Beyond Blue, yeah, yeah, Black get Dog. involved now. Basically, the entire league, bar a couple teams, are frauds. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and we've got a couple for real. So how do and the we Browns differentiate them? How do we differentiate them then? That's the question. Well, it all comes down to one thing, doesn't it? A fight between the mascots. It does come down to a fight <laughs> between the mascots. I love now, where this is going. a shout-out. We had a brief hard count Q&A rapid-fire session the other day. On Twitter. On Twitter. Uh-huh. And you can Twitter find machine. that at hardcountfox. Hashtag. And with hard the hashtag count. hard count. going crazy for that. Now, this is a shout-out to Tom Reed. Yep. Uh, who Tommy Reed. At Tra Reed. Long-time fan, first-time tweeter. Long-time fan, first-time tweeter. <laughs> T-Reed. Uh, very much a basketball uh, know-how man out there on the social medias. Uh, now, he gave us a question. Who would win out of the animal mascots 
in the NFL. It's all we've been talking about in the office basically all week. It infiltrated the editorial <laughs> meeting. It stopped people in the hallways. I've been putting some thought into this. Because when we throw all the animal mascots into the ring... Mm. Who, who is up? coming yep. away? First up with your nomination, explain your reasoning, Animal Melanie Dunyashki. I've got to go with the lions. Why? Because wow. they're the kings of the jungle. There's just there's no way that a lion gets toppled by anything. They have speed. They've got power. They've got um, elusiveness. Mm-hmm. They've got those cat-like reflexes. Jaw strength. Jaw strength. Impressive head They're of hair. tough yeah. too. Like they could take a bite. They could take a scratch. They could take a claw, you know, and they'd still, there's still enough on them to take it. Serious question. Go. Male or female lion? Ooh. Male. But the females do a lot of the hunting. Exactly. Yeah, but the male They're the ones has out there the sharpening mane. those skills. But he has the mane. Like Beyonce so said, it's girls like run the world. kill them with prettiness, but also it's more to not grab like the meaty bits. I don't know. Me and Stacky delving deeper in this lion's coral and you're sticking to superficial things so like the mane. So what do you mane. guys think? Stacky, you know I've got a theory. Yes. The dolphin is underrated. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's all about the home track you're on. Sure, if you're in the jungle, but what if you are in the ocean? Are you still king of the jungle in the ocean? Do you know how much a dolphin weighs? Between two and 300 kilos at two and a half metres. They hunt in packs of between two and 40, (laughs) sometimes hundreds in a pod. And they go at pace. And they're as smart as humans, right? And they work as a pack. And they have sex for fun. (laughs) Have you seen how... I'm on the dolphin train. Have you seen how they get fish in like rivers? Talk about jungles. About when the dolphin makes a a, a little dart up the estuary. I saw this in the the, Swan River a week ago, no less. A pack of 11 dolphins just herding some fish around. Have you seen when they do this little, you know, twerk onto the sandbank and flick up the fish (laughs) so they're... Stranded on the mud and then absolutely. Maybe they just wanted to have sex with you. Um, Well, most of them do. Okay. Jeez. Right. This is taking a real turn. So Stacky's going with the dolphins who win on a home ground and you believe. Do you think they'd be able to goad the lion into the water? Yeah. It's the classic. um, See, this is the other thing about them. They they like to. Use their up. They're actually quite high in fat content. The dolphins. Uh huh. Yeah. So they're just going to throw that little. It's the old rope dope. The little carrot out there for the lion goes. Oh, there's a nice tasty treat. Yeah. Like you know, bit of fatty dolphin. Next minute, you're in the coast off Australia, and I'm there's so a pod right of hang, a hungry dolphins. Hangry dolphins. They're angry hangry. and they're hungry, and they're working as a team. And guess what? They got a taste for lion, and they like it. How do they eat the lion though? <laughs> Just slap it? No, or? just get that the bottle no, nose, just nose. bang. <laughs> okay. Right. Have you been slapped by a dolphin fin no, before? No, I can't At say pace? I've had that pleasure. No. Yeah. Now, At pace. you guys have got, we've got dolphin and lion and we're talking about, you know, fin slaps. Yeah. How about the big mm. bear claw snap that comes from a big grizzly bear? Of a diet of deep crust pizza. Oh, stepping down <laughs> from dish. the hills of Chicago. Are there hills in Chicago? Um, Why not? Probably. For me, it's a grizzly bear. You've got size, strength. Aggression. A grizzly's the one as well that they don't. If you play dead, they just like eat you anyway. No, you're meant to play dead. That's okay. the thing. Yeah, Most so they eat you them. quicker. That's why. <clears throat> right. For me, I don't see how either of these animals have the dexterity, the reach, the, reach. the snap in the wrist that a bear has. <laughs> I think I, I don't see any animal that can compete on all 
well, terrains, and you want to say the water, the bear can get in the water and swim about with the dolphin. Here's the thing, though. It's it's slightly it's unfair twist. to me when, when we talk about this subject of mascot battles. You cannot do it fairly without dividing them into separate divisions uh-huh. like you would in your National right. Football yeah, League. Right, uh. Uh-huh. Okay, so you have your animals, like your Bengals, your Panthers, yep. and whatever. And then you've got your miscellaneous ones, like your Saints, Giants, Titans. They're the myth- mythical creatures. Sure. Mm-hmm. You've got your industry guys, who are just <laughs> average blokes, your Steelers and your and Packers. Steelers. And if the Simpsons has taught me anything about the steelworking industry, <laughs> it's a hard. hotbed of party that they work hard and they play <laughs> they hard. They play hard. And uh, the Jets, it's a freaking plane. Yeah. Versus, but what does a jet do without you- anybody in it? Really? That's true. It's just inanimate. And I mean, ridiculous. who is the pilot? Is it the people? Is it the Patriots, Cowboys, Chiefs, Vikings, Raiders, Bucks, Redskins, like or 49ers? I mean, surely there'd be some alliances here as well. Well, right? birds don't get along. Um, it's a well-known <laughs> fact in the animal kingdom that the a raven, a seahawk, a falcon, a cardinal, and an eagle are yeah. not getting on. If it's a battle of the birds, I don't see anyone getting past the eagles. Uh, bald-headed eagle, Ooh, those things on the move. Seahawks are pretty big. What's a seahawk? Yes. A slightly <laughs> aggressive pelican. I just want some fish or something, don't they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're off, you know, trying to take on a dolphin and losing. For me, the eagles take the battle of the birds. What about the ravens, though? It could be like a bit of an El- egg and egg- Alan Edgar Poe situation. Edgar Allan Poe. Sorry, I always get that mixed yeah, up. Yeah, mm. sorry. Um, it's poetry podcast. Name. Yeah, that, well, they, you know, it's a bit of a more of a mythical, like, head... Oh, they just get in your head, yeah. drop, drop a... Just look drop at a, you? a mean phrase, turn a phrase, and then... More. The and problem is, is the raven do. doing any damage itself or is it just carry on, you know, it's just going after picking off annoying. the remnants of... It's just yeah. a psychological... Well, it's, there's so much to debate about here and we would like you to join in this conversation. <laughs> We've this, proposed more questions than answers today. vital debate that we must have answers to. You know what? We're not mentioning the Browns. Yes. Okay, so that's a weird one as well. Is it a people? Is it a dog? We don't know what no, it's what Paul Brown. It's named in. after their former coach, Paul Brown, the mm-hmm. only team to be named after... A former coach. So the battle that they win is clearly the football strategy battle. Unfortunately, Paul Brown's not hanging around these parts right. these days to sort out what on earth is going on in Cleveland because it's gutsy. Right. You want to believe. Mm. but And I would say to, to anybody, go check out this fantastic piece out there by Mark Sessler. Isn't it good? Oh, about the pain of being a Browns fan and touching base with Bill Belichick back mm. in the 90s when he was coach yeah, and actually corresponding with him. I didn't appreciate that they'd sacked him. That's unfortunate. Seems it's like not the greatest move. It's a bold strategy. Dumb. We'll see how that works Just out for them. Let's dumb. see how it pays out for them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are what, our big matchups? What are we left with mm. for week five? As we look across this slate, we get Tom Brady against Cleveland. Oh, my. Oh, oh dear. There's talk about a soft landing. Go on. What about what we're going to get from Minnesota, who have taken a pretty strong lead over, the, over New York early? Vikings, yeah. Versus Houston. They welcome Houston in. Houston coming off a, a, a riding of the ship. Yeah, gonna, um, I reckon yeah. they're going to beat up on Houston. Yeah, yeah. You, you think Their Brock- defense is going to eat up Brock Osweiler? Well, can we nom, talk, nom, 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 nom. talk about also uh, JJ Watt? Um, <laughs> we do need to touch on JJ Watt. That is big news. It yeah. looks the, the season. No it's the season. It's done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Injured reserve back surgery's done. I mean, he's the lifeblood of that team in a lot of ways. Um, putting a lot of pressure on Jadavian Clowney. Uh, yeah, to fill a void. Can I just say, probably like the least talked about number one draft pick in recent years. Am I right? Mm, we're going to have to see some consistent play. I mean, he's, he's really flashed this year that he's taking next step, but yeah. it is certainly easier to get pressure on a quarterback when JJ Watt's attracting attention. But since he came back, he hasn't looked the same. Yeah. And then we see, I mean, Tennessee at Miami, no one's going to be staying up for that <laughs> one. 
I'm so sorry, Dolphins fans, seeing as we just backed you to win in an animal fight. Because Miami's too much fun. It's too much fun. Uh, too, too much club. Yeah. Well, you're the one who you're Sukasa. our you're our uh, ballers correspondent. Sukasa. Oh wow, <laughs> Terrell Suggs, man, he's got a lot of a uh, lot of interesting scenes in that series this yeah, year. Yeah, if you want to see more of Terrell Suggs. Uh, <laughs> or of Terrell Suggs as many women. Uh, yeah. Sometimes too much Terrell Suggs. But you look at this slate and it's such a... It, it's so great to see these matchups that will hopefully give us a little more idea. New York versus Green Bay. Yeah. So what are the headlines coming out of this mm. bizarre, bizarre week from the NFL? Steelers coming for that Super Bowl 51 title. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. How many do they put on the Jets? Oh, I'm going to say at least 35. At least 35. Can we get you to 40? Mm. Be bold. I want to still keep my one foot in reality here, Lawrence. That seems reasonable. It's um, the glasses. It's the glasses. She's intelligent. <laughs> she can't help it. <laughs> Philadelphia are going to light up Detroit. I'm going to say they're going to put 50 on them. Would 50? What? Let's hang on. It's in Detroit. Mm. That's in a dome. Perhaps not. Ford Phil. Can I get you to 45? You can get me to 40. You have Jeez, you've been taking too many pages out of Mel's yeah, books I'm with these the tepid, tepid predictions. You sure you're not wearing Where's contacts, Where's the bald bro? stack man that we saw in week one and two? Uh, well, I was too far off. So He's now still sad. He's still a bit sad from in. the Swans thing. He needs to... What about Chiefs on the bye? How will they go? Uh, <laughs> we <yeah>. may lose. <laughs> we may lose. Alex Smith is probably going to be unsuccessful. He'll throw something away. Yeah, he's going to try and throw something in the laundry and yep, miss. miss. <laughs> oh, dear. <Yeah>. Incomplete. <laughs> My bold prediction... I'm going to get bold here. Oh. I'm going to step out on a oh, limb. Do it. I think New England are going to be thoroughly unimpressive against the Browns. Oh. So you're proving my worries right. Yeah, I'm really keen to double down on your worries and turn oh, your boy. reverse jinx into a real jinx. I think that would actually make me sadder than the New England grand final. struggle in a matchup of historic proportions. We've talked about the Belichick trail and have to come out in the fourth quarter, late <laughs> in the fourth quarter, with the game still on the line against Cleveland. Questioning... Whether the Patriots, even with Tom Brady back, really can go to the ship. We going to the ship. We're going to the ship. I love that movie. All right. Maybe Brady will get hooked. Is there a quarterback controversy going on in New England? Absolutely not. But <laughs> that is what the headlines are for. But let's say it anyway. <laughs> Mel, Hello. take us. To week five. All right, so continue this conversation online with the social media accounts that we have active right now on the internet. Mm. At Hard Count Fox on Twitter is where you can find us using the hashtag Hard Count. That's the one. We're always down for a chat. Pat Stack Fox over here and at Laurie Horish. No Fox. No Fox. Mm. Fox. We'll talk to Twitter maybe, maybe we'll next week. And, yeah. yeah. But uh, myself, at Melanie Tanyashki, and have a chat. Let, let's, see, let's see what you think about these animal fights, these animal mascots. Yeah, fights. were we on the money or was our animal house a house of cards? Give us your hot takes. How good's that movie, though? Animal, animal House, an yeah. absolute classic. I would recommend Should anyone looking to bridge the next 72 hours until football Rest returns. In peace. Mm. Mix in a little Game Pass, a little Animal House. Toga. Yep. Toga. And on that note, we're out.